Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And I've got an update for you. Uh, For those that have been following our journey, uh, we are in the process of upgrading Heaven and Business. We're expanding to the East Coast from California to Pennsylvania. It's been a long journey since about August of last year when my 15-year-old came out of church with us and said, I think our season at Bethel has ended. And we're like, what? So you can listen to the backstory on a previous episode. I'll post the link in the show notes below. But just giving you an update, where are we at? Well, we have sold our house in Reading, which is awesome. Oh, I want to give you the context. What When God spoke, we often believe and expect this is what's going to happen and it's going to fall in place. And, and so my expectation plan and what I submitted to the Lord was that we would get to the end of high school uh, for the kids that graduate. That would be the end of May. So first week of June, we would drive across to the, we would have sold our house. We'd drive across to the East Coast. Uh, we'd spend a week driving across and then experience the United States of America in its fullness. Well, middle of it anyway. And then uh, we would get over there and uh, we'd spend a week unpacking into a new house that we would have purchased. And then two weeks to kind of explore, get around, uh, learn a little bit about the area with our kids and then boom, back into work in July. Well, here's where it's at. We are right this week in the last stages of selling our house, going through the appraisals and uh, the clauses, the financial clause. That's this week. Assuming that all goes to plan, uh, we close escrow. That means the money turns up in our bank account next week, the 27th, uh, which is uh, gives us then actually as a part of that, we get to stay in the house just beyond escrow for a couple of weeks. So, And we have until the 12th of June to get out of here. Uh, we do not have a house on the East Coast. Every time we've gone in to look, we've been over twice. Uh, we've looked at multiple houses. There is nothing that fits what we are looking at. There's no sense of peace on that. And every time we say, look, let's just settle. We can find something uh, we're quite grateful for, this, this, or this. Every time we do that, we hear the Lord say, do not settle, do not build small, and time is on your side. So we are stuck in the middle. So how, like God, how do we do this? What, what do we do? Do we, you know, is it still faith? Do we just start driving and trust that you're going to have a place when we get there? The moving truck is turning up on June the 3rd. We've got three dogs. How do we get them across the country? There is so many details that is incredibly overwhelming. And we feel like we're stuck in the middle. And so we're learning about that. What do you do? Uh, There's some days when I just feel overwhelmed and my wife can be talking to me and my head is bouncing around 10 different things. And then the five emails from friends that say, hey, I really want to connect before you leave. And so switching from transaction to relationship to things that must get done, as well as we launched a new website. Oh, And by the way, I am helping our local sheriff get reelected. So I volunteered to help him in that campaign. (laughs) Probably not the best timing, Andy, but that's what I did. So that's the middle of our life right now. With graduation, my son is a senior. So they've got the Disneyland trip on right now as we speak. There is so much going on and so many people that are wanting to connect. 
and I want to do everything. So how on earth do we manage the in the middle when there's no clear path forward, but you cannot get back, go back. And actually there's now some very fixed dates and God is, keeps confirming we're going forward, uh, even to the point where I jumped on a Zoom room for a church. It's called the United Methodist Church of Washington Crossing. I was checking out. It's a Pennsylvania location. I'm checking them out online, and they've got this prophetic ministry. And I thought, and they've got Zoom rooms. Like anybody can jump in. I'm like, hmm, this will be interesting. So I jumped in there because they have no idea who I am. And uh, sure enough. Um, I'm, I'm muted. It's just got my name, but they do not know me. And we get halfway through and they're like, Andy Mason, I just see this picture of breaking the sound barrier. I don't know what that means, but I think you're probably in a situation where you need a breakthrough. And I hear the Lord saying it's going to be massive and rapid. I'm like, come on, Jesus, like rapid time is on our side, things connecting. I need that to happen like now. And I keep getting those kinds of confirmation, and yet we do not have the step in front of us. So how do we navigate that? Well, last week we finished our final executive retreat here. Uh, the next one is in November in Redding, California, for those that are looking, heaveninbusiness.com, and you jump onto the events. You'll see where we're going to be over the next six months. But we don't have a house. So what's that going to look like? So we get beyond that event, and then Saturday suddenly we're into we need some decisions made. And we hadn't found a house yet. Uh, like, do we, Lord, we rush over there in the middle of this packing up time and find a house? Had no peace on that. That's just going to create more pressure. And there's nothing that we see online that fits what we're looking at. So how do we manage the in-between? And so I'm going to walk through some real practical things that I'm learning. I trust that it's going to add you add value to where you're at. And then I'm going to walk you through a song that has been really, really pivotal in this moment. It's the song Dancing by Elevation Worship. And I'm going to read you that if I can hold myself together at the end. That is just what I feel like God has got for us in the middle. And just want to let you know, I feel like probably the greatest victory right now is being present, being present with my family most of the time, being friend, present with friends in the process, being aware of every aspect of the emotions from the joy and excitement of what is opening up on the East Coast through to the sadness of uh, stepping away from some friends that I've walked with for the last decade of building connections in our city, uh, that and then the completely overwhelmed with all that we need to do from house sale through to moving dogs across the country to a place to stay and what's going to happen with everything in between. Needless to say, the finances and how that all works out. So here's some real practical things. Um, I'm going to break them down for you. But number one, anchor in what God has said and did. Number two, take a step. And three, manage the shakes uh, when you break the sound barrier, the, the key thing about is always shakes. Everything shakes before you get the breakthrough and boom, away you go. Literally, that's the image of breaking the sound barrier. So come back to anchor in what God said. Here's some key things. Uh, number one is remember the testimony. Uh, I went for a run just the other day. I'm running around. I'm stressed about what and this and how. And then suddenly reminded, Andy, you've been through this before. Uh, remember when you bought this house 
and we managed to extend our rental. We rented our house back, the previous house, and then we found an Airbnb for one week, and then we came into this house. It, it all worked out. I remember when we came from New Zealand to the USA and 10 days out from leaving, the vacation rental that we'd booked in fell through because of a plumbing problem. Remember when God led my eye to a particular person online, their house wasn't available to rent. And then they said, but you can come and stay with me. We ended up being three and a half weeks with a family when we moved from New Zealand to the USA. And I started to remember the testimony and it puts me back in a place of hope. If God's done that in the past, he can do it again. Uh, Another one is fight with the words that God has spoken to you. Uh, On this weekend, just gone, Bill Johnson spoke such a powerful word around how the devil and God asks the same question. If God asks you, it always leads you closer to him. If the devil asks, it will always lead to separation, anxiety, and fear. And the questions are, who are you? And secondly, did God really say? So it's important to come back to that. Did God really say? Yes, he did. And what I can do is rewrite that daily if necessary. I'll get my journey out and remind myself, fight the fight with the words spoken over you. This is what God said. And he's a God of his word. He does not lie. He does not lead you out to leave you alone. But he will complete what he started. Isaiah 55, uh, just as the rain comes down from the heaven and does not return without producing something, so is my word that comes out from my mouth. It does not return void. It accomplishes for the purpose that I sent it. So I rewrite rewrite those words down to remind myself, these are the things he said. Uh, I ask for confirmation and clarity. Just like I mentioned, I jumped onto a a prayer group that don't even know me and they prayed in it was so encouraging that confirmed again the things that we're hearing from people that have no idea where we're at in the journey. So I ask, Lord, we need confirmation. We need clarity on this. I lean into that. And at the same time, I'm fully aware Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own Clarity or lack of clarity. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight or he will direct your paths. This is a journey of trust and obedience. So number one is anchor in what God has said and did. Remember the testimony. Fight with the words spoken to you. Did God really say, yes, he did. Rewrite what he has said daily if necessary and ask for confirmation and clarity. It is fine to keep asking. Number two, take a step. Is act on what he has said. Uh, he's told us to advance. He's told us to expand. He's leading us to Pennsylvania. We could go back and ask this, the buyer of our house if we could stay in here longer. But it's like, I don't think that was what we're called to do. He said to advance. We know that. So I, I don't have a house. That's okay. I can lean in. What can I do? Well, we could get an Airbnb. So we have booked in an Airbnb for three weeks from the 9th of June through to the 30th of June. It's scary. I'm thinking, what a waste of money. And it's crazy expensive. But it's somewhere this time I've learned. Don't just go for the cheapest one that you can possibly get and squeeze three dogs and six people into a box and you're going to be killing each other. No, treat it like it's a vacation. And so we're going to be staying in the Poconos. It's an hour and a half north of where we want to be, but it's in the mountains and it's close enough for us to drive down and look at houses. It positions us to keep doing. Plus, 
oh, we got a friend from the UK that's going to turn up at the same time. So there'll be seven of us and three dogs. And so we're taking little steps and moving to that and trusting this. I've got another friend walking through the same journey and they're actually living in an Airbnb at the moment because everything they've put an offer on keeps getting turned down. And so they are saying, God, what what are we doing? How do we do this? Look at the cost of this. And hear God say, I don't need your money. I just need your faith. And I answer, yeah, but the people we're buying the house from, they need the money. So we're just laughing through that. What's the point? Act on what God has said. Advance into the middle. Uh, Let go control. Trust his timing. And he makes your way perfect. A little step is okay. Actually, it's wise. Don't just jump out and jump into something No, no, it's actually okay to take a little step. So we still need absolute faith. Beyond the 1st of July, I have no idea where we're going to be. And today is the 18th of May. So we, if anybody knows anything about escrow times to buy a house, it's where, I don't know how that's going to all work, except that I've got testimonies of things falling into place. I've got what God has said. I'm leaning in. I'm in a place of faith and we're taking a little step. It's okay. And then once we get there, we'll be looking at God, what's next? What's next? Do we rent for a period of time? Do we, oh, then you're going to ask, what about your moving? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, The truck, the moving company that's going to pick up the stuff from our house on the 3rd or 4th of June is going to drive across. They take about two weeks to get across the country. And it's with a company that also stores stores stuff. So for 30 days, we can be in limbo and then we pay $500 a month after that with with our gear. So I don't yet know what that's going to look like. And then so what's the next point under this take a step is keep the big picture reference points. That's wise counsel. I've got people around me just on a call yesterday with just Ray Edwards and another friend that are just seasoned mature followers of Jesus and just like checking in, guys, am I missing anything? Like Andy, no, you're spot on. So encouraging to have people that care about you more than they care about how you feel about them. That means they'll tell you the truth. And so I've got people around me that will do that wise counsel and take a long-term view. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is it going to cost us to get these dogs shipped across the country? That's just ridiculous. But if I take into account the big picture, Now, little inside story, when I found out uh, one of the Airbnbs we booked with dogs, then subsequently found that they could only have two dogs and we've got three, my step was to the family, let's just give away one of our dogs. (laughs) Now, that was like being told, you mean you'd give away one of our children? I'm like, no, this is a dog. So I was in, let's just make it work, and my family was... No, this dog is part of the family. You cannot do this. God has said, don't think small. Trust him in the process. So we had to cancel that Airbnb. But sure enough, we found another one that's better for actually cheaper. So it's it's going to work out. So number two, take a step. Act on what he said. Advance into the middle. Let go control, Andy. Let go control and trust him. A little step is okay. Actually, it's wise. And keep the big picture reference points, the big picture word, what he said. Keep that in mind because I can get so overwhelmed with the details that I can lose sight of the big picture. Number three, 
manage the shakes. This is something that's really important and really, really practical. Um, it is stressful. There are so many decisions to make. There is so much emotion involved financially, physically, emotionally. So no, as under this, do something physical daily. So I am probably running more than I've ever run consistently. I've always been a runner. But making sure that I do something every single day. I go for a run a couple of miles at the back of my house in you know, 90 plus degrees now or 33 plus degrees Celsius. It is the best thing for me because it will get some of that tension and anxiety and drains it out. You may not want to do that. You think that's crazy. Go for a walk. Uh, do something where you can do something physical. It really, really helps you. Uh, number one, number two is under this is keep your focus on others. The other day I woke up and I'm just overwhelmed. And so as I spend my time with Jesus, I just start to think of other people and what others are walking through. So send them a text, encourage somebody else. That will actually, when you do that, it positions you for the same and will shift your focus because when I have my focus just on myself, I get overwhelmed. But when I'm focused on others and aware of a bigger picture, it keeps me a perspective that keeps everything else in balance. Another one is stay present. Protect the priorities. Remember, the most important thing is your relationship with your spouse and with your kids. Dogs, not so much, but definitely your spouse and kids. Remember that. Protect the priorities. Uh, some of the key things we hear is uh, some of the people that I've walked really closely with for the last decade. Andy, make sure you prioritize with them uh, that lunch, that time, that coffee, that time that would protect that which is most important. Uh, the other things, there's no way I'm going to have time to meet with everybody. But we're having things where we're saying, right, we're going to have our place from this time to this time, just drop in. So working out how we can do that practically. That's managing the shakes. Uh, next thing, listen daily. The word of God is the anchor. I live by the word of God. So listen daily. Keep that anchored in your life. And what I'm practically doing is actually listening to so much of the word right now. Keeping that running through my soul, my spirit. If I wake up in the middle of the night thinking of things, I put on my audio Bible and just listen to the book of I don't know, Ecclesiastes, or I'm, I'm just going through right now, Isaiah, some of these, and pretty much within less than a chapter, I'm asleep again. Now, that's not the Word of God. Well, perhaps it is. It brings peace. That anchors my day. And then finally, stay connected and prioritize and protect the relationships. Understand that. Focus on what you need to do. Uh, there's some deadlines. There's some things that need to be done. Make sure you prioritize and get those things done and then prioritizing and protecting the relationships because they will continue. Houses come and go, businesses come and go, deals come and go, but people are forever. So let's just jump now to uh, what I've been doing is often waking up each morning with a different song. Now, it's not like I went to evening to bed with that song, but I'll just wake up in the morning with that. And one of the songs is this song, Dancing by Elevation Worship. And this has just been amazing. And so here's, I'm just going to read you through the chorus, but I encourage you this, if you're walking through this dancing in the middle, it's, you're dancing. Our first point is that uh, this is so beautiful. It starts by saying, when you walked across the room and asked me to dance with you, you said, you're the one I choose. I couldn't believe it. 
Jesus chose you. He wasn't walking on by, but he wants you, not so that you can accomplish something for him, but so that you can be with him. Everything else comes secondary to that. I I couldn't believe it. Like you weren't just passing by. No, you looked me in the eyes and I found my paradise. You are my paradise. I'm not leaving. And here it goes this. Even if the sun drops out of the sky, even if the stars stop shining at night, even if the drummer stops keeping the time, if your hands are in mine, I won't stop dancing. Dancing on the mountain of a victory. Dancing through the valley of a broken dream. Dancing on the plains of the in-between. Dancing on the plains of the in-between. If it's you and me, I won't stop dancing. So that's what I'm doing in the middle, in the in-between. This dancing is this dance with keeping my eyes on him, keeping my focus and affection and attention on him, trusting that his word can be relied on. Uh, Even if the sun drops out of the sky, even if the stars stop shining at night, even if the drummer stops keeping the time, that's probably why I'm having timing problems because the drummer stopped playing the time. Well, I'm going to keep on dancing because I know that that at the core of it is what this is about. I'm learning to trust. My, My faith is growing. I'm learning. I'm leaning I'm stepping into what he's called us to. And that, my friend, is what this life is really about. As a friend, Doug Hegnell said to me, Andy, life is about learning to experience how much God loves us, not proving how much we love him. So I trust this has been a value. I bless you in your middle that you'd find some of those things. They're listed in the show notes. You can see them there. Um, jump on board. Uh, you see testimonies on Facebook, Heaven and Business. Like that. Share that with all your friends. Uh, make sure you check out the upcoming events, heavenandbusiness.com events. And then if you're not a part already, join the community, the Heaven Business community. Uh, every single week we meet on a live call sharing stories of what God's doing around the world. Every single week uh, we are giving you focused content. There's a whole library to go with God, grow an identity, grow an influence, and some really, really cool tactical business training that's coming up soon. So we will see you again next week, hopefully on the other side of the middle. But even if I am, I'm going to keep on dancing.